Hey, Tao Lights. Welcome back to another episode of Tao Light Talk. Uh, we're going to be doing a suit of plastic, the entire run through. It's going to be based on this year's Toy Fair 2018 happening in now as we speak. Uh, this is Chris, of course. And Chris Casey. Me in, in the studio, in the Tao Light studio. You know, we, this this year was unfortunate because uh, we we couldn't make it to Toy Fair. Uh, it was one of the first years where, uh, as don't forget a towel, we weren't able to get to the Big Apple and cover this ourselves live. How do you how do you feel about that this year? Sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we've we talked about it in our last episode, but we've gone every year for the last four years or five years, and. It's sad, um, but I'm not going to dwell on how sad it is. We're just going to look into how crazy things are this year. Um, I feel, and it sucks that we didn't get to go, but I feel like this year there's been a lot of reveals. Um, a lot of smaller companies look to be expanding uh, their licenses, Um you know, because just a couple of years ago, Mezco wasn't doing a 112 line. Mezco was known for Living Dead dolls, and that's it. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? To the best of my knowledge, like they had some properties here and there, but this 112. Yeah, those, line, Mortal, those Mortal Kombat figures. There was sorry, some they did stuff. Do Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So, you know, but they, but they only blew up recently. You know, there's, like you're saying, I think what you're getting at is like, as as a lot of these smaller companies gain these these licenses, it just um, we're getting more and more goods across the board, and I guess it's also kind of frustrating because the wallet's never big enough to buy uh buy all these great these great collectibles hitting the market all at all at the same time basically now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely hurting on the wallet. Bleeding uh, <laughs> <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, but uh, maybe we should get into it and and talk about just where our money's gonna go. Because so this this episode, we're not gonna talk about every little thing that came out of Toy Fair because <laughs> you know, like Funko's always gonna release new pops. It's just the way it is. Hasbro is always gonna release uh, Marvel Legends and and so on and so forth. You know, NECA's gonna release Predator. We're gonna go through some of that stuff, but. You know, just so you guys know, every little thing won't be able to. It's mostly what do we personally want to spend our money on? <laughs> that's that's what we're really here to talk about. Um, so let's, that's right. let's get into it. Yeah. The the collectibles on our radar, 2018, yeah. 2019. So uh, one of our one of our favorite companies right now is Mezco. Uh, we just mentioned them. Their 112 line is groundbreaking. It's a watershed in modern action figure collecting. Uh, so, you know, adding the soft goods to very high quality six inch articulated action figures was uh, was a home run for the company. And I, I would say this is going into their third year now, yeah. um, the third year. And um, as much as much flack we've given them for, you know, release dates and whatever, uh, they're their class of 2017 was impressive and there's a lot of good figures coming out that have been on pre-order already this year and a lot of new pre-orders hitting the market from them. 
Uh, and we got some really cool reveals uh, this year. Uh, very Marvel heavy. Uh, not so much in the DC. No, no. Let me just. I'm set. Let me just. Let me break it down. Comic book wise, very uh, Mar- Marvel heavy on the reveals. Okay. Uh, DC wise, we have the Sovereign Knight, and now we have our first Green Lantern, which I'm very happy to uh, say is going to be John Stewart. I think that's. Uh, I think that's a. I think it's a big step. I think it's a cool step that they instead of doing another Hal Jordan figure, uh, that. <clears throat> Hopefully, this also means that DC is looking to really push uh, John Stewart when it comes to being the Green Lantern, you know, maybe in future movies and whatnot. But uh, very popular growing up in the '90s from the Justice League cartoon. I think this is a great addition to the collection. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I don't care about John Stewart personally. You should. So. You should. He's, I, I trust you. I trust your opinion. He's the best. Um, out of the four, I would say that, you know, it's just... I mean, I read all through Omega Men, and I liked... Uh, what's his name? Kyle... Rayner, yeah. He's, yeah, Kyle Rayner's a great one, too. Um, yeah. He's a favorite amongst them all. Um, but John's just badass. The accessories that come with him, I think, are really awesome, too. Um, they have the the classic, like, the way the, the ring makes that star. Um, it's not like the Space Ghost figure. Yeah, yeah. People have compared it to that, um, and then the two different the two different head sculpts as well, with him being bald and with his hair, like the more classic look. So that's cool. Uh, we did see the uh, the what is it? The ascent, not, yeah, that's uh, the ascending knight toy fair edition. Um, another exclusive from Masco showing up at the big show for retailers and press alike. Uh, this time around, it was the all black ascending knight Batman. Uh, the Ascending Night Batman is about to hit the market this spring, and here we have the first uh, market release of of the new figure. Uh, pretty cool looking, right? Yeah, I um, can't wait to get my hands on that figure. Good luck. Yeah. Oh, you mean the regular one? The regular. Oh, you mean the uh, you're getting the uh, PX exclusive, aren't you? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's funny the. I was I was online in the club saying and noticing that people that bought that Valentine's box from Esco, this Toy Fair one was showing up in some of them. Uh, so some people got pretty lucky that oh, uh, didn't good. go to the show, or uh, there was like some weird number, like fourteen out of the sixty boxes. I'm not don't quote me on this, but contained this figure. Um, so some lucky Mesco fans got their hands on it outside of the show. Very cool. Congratulations. Uh, finally, um, oh, the Sovereign Knight Batman was also on display. Uh, we yep. did get a look at the full catalog spread for him. Two alternate heads, a ton of bat gear, a drone. It's a great looking figure, except for that one face where it's like, I don't know if he's got like dental issues. He's like, I don't, it's a weird face. Um, the other two are fine. I just <laughs> I was kind of uh, surprised by that one. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if you saw it as well. <laughs> it was just kind of weird. I didn't see that, but two out of three. Angry face. <laughs> nope. Nope. Two, two out of three. That is right. Um, and then finally, a great, great news. Holiday release, uh, Dark Side. We saw him last year at Toy Fair. Uh, not a new announcement, but at least he's coming. And there's a date, a date on this 
on the destruction that he will uh, he will bring. So, uh, looking forward to that. We're looking at probably a hundred thirty dollar figure there. So in the holiday twenty eighteen. Yep, twenty eighteen. All uh, right, so let's. I'm going to jump back to Marvel here. We did say there's a very Marvel heavy um, on the comic side announcements here. Uh, first up, a lot of people were saying, "Hey, I think there's a Cyclops figure coming soon." Uh, they did that Deadpool exclusive in his X garb. Uh, people did a lot of customs of this figure, so now uh, we get finally a nice Jim Lee version of the figure. So. Not your favorite, not our favorite character of all time when it comes to X-Men, but a great-looking figure. It is a great-looking figure. Um, if I was more of a Cyclops fan, I would snatch it up. But we'll be talking about a... Because this is going to be a two-part episode, people. Um, this is part one. There is another company that does some X-Men, the animated series, um, love. And it seems like, with the exception of Spider-Man the animated series Batman and X-Men are getting a lot more love lately. Um, even what was it last year, the year before we saw X-Men 92 in comics. So um, I thought that was interesting to go with that design, but that is the design that everyone really knows. So pretty cool that, that figure, like I said, if I like Cyclops more, I'd snatch it up in two seconds. It's fucking sweet. Absolutely. Uh, another, another X character, very popular, about to you know be part of Deadpool two. Uh, Cable uh, about to hit the mainstream. His uh, popularity is going to shoot up. Um, you weren't too impressed by this figure. Why not? It looks like shit to me, to be quite mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, because when you see, well, actually, okay, because we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Hasbro. Uh, next show we'll be talking about. Oh, yeah. Next show. Okay, well, I'm just going to briefly touch on Hasbro for a second. Yeah, go ahead. And um, Koto Koto Batuya. (laughs) Wait, what did you say? Hmm. I said, I'm sorry. I said, we got time. We got three shows to put that. I know. Koto Koto Bakuya is also the one who is doing uh, X Men the Animated Series, but Mm -hmm. it looks like Hasbro is literally taking my Toy Biz toys and recreating them in epic fashion, i.e., this Bishop toy that I've had since 92. Um, And I saw they did one of it and I was like, Oh my God. I mean, it is the toy just cooler. Like for me, there is like the toy biz version of the cable figure is a fucking sweet one. And to me, I really thought Mezco would, you don't necessarily have to copy the, the X-Men, the animated series version, but I was thinking a little bit more of the X-Force or even uh, cable, uh and deadpool you know like when you see him in the movie he's got the little like teddy bear that's charred you know what i mean like he looks like he has more colors that are popping he has the cape this figure to me was just a really drab version of cable the colors are very muted the expression wasn't that great he's another character that could technically deserve a little bit more of a px exclusive version a previous exclusive version with some more weapons and stuff like that and maybe some more accessories but this from the picture that i saw and maybe they can change it it's not final i i wasn't super impressed personally you know and going off topic of marvel i i kind of felt that way when i saw the john wick spread i 
Really? Oh, oh, yeah. His weapons. Like, there's his weapons, like, he deserves like a thousand weapons. Yeah, exactly. I kind of like having that whole cachet of like the Punisher weapons already. I, whenever I buy a figure now from this, I don't feel like it's not like I can't like display it properly with that, but it's, I also feel kind of ripped off when it, it's a character that should be coming with a ton of weapons, like say John Wick. Um, you know, the next, the next figure, the blade figure we're going to talk about comes with a ton of cool stuff. You know, it's, um, so I guess it's with this, it's hit or miss, uh, sometimes with what, what, what Mezco gives us. Sometimes it changes by production too. So if they get enough feedback from fans, you know, you never, you never know what's, what's going to happen. Um, in terms of the expression with cable, I did see the angry face and that guy, that was a cool one. Um, so I won't say I won't get this one. I will say that I will wait and see what, like you said, what kind of exclusives are lined up to go along with it. Um, but, uh, just mentioning blade. This is one, another one that people are doing customs of, um, eagerly awaiting an announcement from Mezco that they were going to actually do it. It's there's no reason why they haven't already. So here it is um, an easy, an easy pickup for me. Yep. Blade easy. I bet you anything, not this year, but next year we'll get a ghost Rider. I bet you we yep. get the midnight suns. I bet you we'll get a Morbius, the ghost Rider with a couple different versions of the ghost Rider. Cause there's no reason not to, you know what I mean? Get a Johnny blaze, get a, What's his name? Ket- ketchup or something like that? Jack Ketchum or something? Danny Ketch? Is that what it is? The original Ghost... The the other Ghost yeah. Rider guy? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, you know what? It just seems like they have a really good concentration on the street-level heroes right now, and I'd like to see... Um, you know, I'd like to see an Iron Fist and a Blue Cage. Um, these, those kind of... Like, all those figures. Um, I guess we're just saying that, it's good that they... They're, they're they're just putting out everything that we want. You I mean I want a gambit? You know what I mean? Like I want I, I want yeah. a rogue. You know, so this well, play, yeah, yeah. This play I is mean, fucking awesome, and I'm I'm glad that they did it. And like you said, you're getting a lot of his weapon weaponry. Um, the vampire oh, face is awesome. Yeah, I can't. I fuck yeah. You know what I mean? I still have my my um toy biz. my toy biz. You know, my Marvel Legends one. And I love that figure, so this will just go right alongside of it. Uh, I sold, I sold that one. I got that. I got a twelve-inch kit bash one. <laughs> That's true. You do. That's that awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of street street level Marvel, uh, a couple more reveals on the Netflix side. Uh, we we have been waiting for that the actual Daredevil one to come out that was announced last year uh, that was on display again this year. But uh, we knew that John Barenthal Punisher was going to get a figure that we got a good look at that this year. And also the vigilante uh, Daredevil one is all black get up. Yeah. It's that's, I think that's a really cool idea. Not that I think I would pick it up, but I think it is a great, um, that's a line. thing. You know what I mean? I want to pay 80 yeah. bucks. That's like a, you just want an extra your your other Charlie Cox Daredevil. We'll give you this costume for like twenty bucks or thirty bucks to me. They, so like they should be pack. accessory packs, right? Yes, I really feel like they really do need to. Sure. They they should start selling weapons packs and and hoods and capes and 
I'm, I'm going to buy them jackets. You know what I mean? Like, so you get a Wolverine, you, you give them to me in weapon X outfits, which is just a loincloth. You know what I mean? And then here, Wolverine. then give me the wife beater, give me a jacket, get me an X-Men outfit, a Jim Lee one, a brown suit. Like I fuck. If you sold me that one Wolverine, but you made it and you made it like $60 and then you sold me accessory packs that are $20 of everything. Like old man Logan, new head, like this Wolverine, new fate. Like if you did that, do you know how, like that's, that's where you're getting longevity. That's like, that's your DLC for Mezco because you and me and most of these people who do customs, we're going to buy every single one of those because it's like, I want an old man Logan, but I want his, his biker jacket and I want his X-Men evolution out. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's so many different ways. Same thing with Deadpool. Like instead of charging me $80 a figure, just give me a bunch of accessory packs. But Mesco, if you ever listen to this episode, I really do think in the long run, you're going to make more money. Personally. These are, these are more genius things that, you know, that, we should be trademarking immediately. We should be fucking um, writing this down. Jeez. <laughs> How long are we going to stay on Mezco? All right, let's keep going. Man, this is why we have three episodes. It's, let's just talk about this, it. I'm not, it might I'm, be three episodes at the end of this. We just talking about my toys <laughs> and the reason why these things exist for yeah. us. Yes. All right? This is the pursuit of plastic, in case you didn't know. <laughs> this is a love letter to plastic. So yeah. just let's just... Let's just delve into it a little bit. Yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> uh, wrapping up the Marvel reveals, we have another uh, Thor 3, uh, Thor Ragnarok figure, and it, they're doing Hela, uh, which I think it's interesting. <laughs> Not that I would get it, but I, it's it's kind of a, an, a, a female figure that I didn't think they would make before other ones, maybe, I would say. Uh, but they're on the they're on that movie kick, so that's why not. I think that they. I'm trying to think because do they even have any female figures for Marvel? Period. Oh yeah, there's Wonder Woman. Uh, not actually released only Harley Quinn. Exactly, and that's yeah. why. To be honest yeah. with you, because yeah, you would think that we're gonna get a Scarlet Witch, maybe a Captain Marvel, maybe She Hulk. You know what I mean? Like some other bigger Electra. characters. Electra, oh Jesus, right? Electra in, uh, in numerous versions of her. Mm-hmm. So I think that they probably got really well with the Thor Ragnarok pre-orders. Um, oh, Cat, I'm sorry to interrupt. Catwoman is coming. Oh, Catwoman is coming. Yes, that's true. Um, so the, you know, I think they probably did well with those pre-orders, and therefore they decided to give us that other Thor character, though. Where's Loki? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So we'll get, you know, I'm glad that they're doing a Hella, but like you said, I don't need it. She was the right. weakest part of that movie, in my opinion. I'd rather have the Idris Elba. Not to say that we don't need female figures, because I would take a Gamora over all of these, but I'm just saying, like, you know, give us the people we actually give a shit about and not another third rate Marvel villain. Right, so. here we are. Here are like people are waiting for like say a figure like a black canary that would fit perfectly into this kind of Oh line, gosh, know? yes. Black canary. Like, so they're 
there's there's magic on the horizon, I'm sure. So there is, and they can only do so much because you can only pre-order so much without like breaking people's wallets. You know, we still have this. We still have, uh, you know, San Diego Comic Con. We still have New York Comic Con. Like we still have a few times throughout this year where they can drop some bombs. You know what I mean? Maybe another Halloween exclusive based off of the movie. We don't know what that Halloween's going to look like, and that movie comes out this October. So. Who the fuck knows what's happening? And they've been this a is, long Halloween provider. That's right. Long time. This, been a, this will be a... This is only the beginning of the year of, yeah. of announcements and shows. So, rock on. Uh, let's let's get out of the... Let's move on with the uh, the other Mesco 112s. Uh, kind of following up on the horror theme. Uh, we're getting in... Uh, what is it? Episode 3, Jason? Yeah, I like that you called it Episode 3, but yeah. <laughs> I think they should all be called episodes. <laughs> it's the only way to really episode three. You know, with with three the neck out there throwing out as many versions of these, uh, throwing up all these versions of these characters and doing it well. Not to say, I mean, they they do awesome horror ultimate figures and stuff like that. But uh, here we here we go with the soft goods. Uh, we got Michael Myers. You and I both jumped on that. So, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, hopefully, maybe they'll go back and do Universal Monsters again someday. But uh, here's here's one of the most famous slashers out there, and we're getting Jason uh, with with his like weird, you know, hick get up in <laughs> in cloth form. So cool. Uh, I think that's great. How long how long do we have until a Freddy figure hits the uh, the market? It's so hard because, like you said, there's these ultimate figures, and, and NECA does do soft goods. It does not do it to the extent, but they do have their own kind of Mego versions of some of these characters. Like Super Freddy from uh, Dream Child is like a really, I mean, it's crazy good looking one that came out last year. Um, and Jason does have a cloth version for. I believe the Nintendo version by NECA, and I also believe this version, this part three. So, I oh, you're talking about those Mego, the seven inch ones. I'm sorry, right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, like, I guess for me, you know, I'm not like I'm not a huge Jason fan to begin with. I'm more of a Freddy fan, but even still, like the appeal in this particular figure is not there for me because there's so many different versions. Three. Jason, which is one of the most iconic Jasons outside of like seven, you know, and McFarlane did that so long ago with movie maniacs. Like, I don't know. I just, eh. <laughs> there's a, the other version that we're going to talk about in a minute. I actually like more. Okay. Um, Let's talk about that. Um, well, no, you so, can finish the 112 line. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I thought you meant Ghostbusters. Um, I see what you mean. So let's, let's talk about this Ghostbusters they were announced last year. Uh, we did get a look at them, and now there's another. There's a tag on. They're back again at this year's show with a tag of holiday 2018. Uh, but when you look at the catalog, it definitely kind of presents itself as being a four pack. Uh, this makes this makes a lot of sense to me, to be honest. If I were, if I were a business, I would do the same thing. Uh, um, it's a little bit different to me than the turtles where people kind of have their, their favorite. 
And of course you can have your favorite and it's usually going to be Bill Murray, but whatever, you know what I mean? The, for me, I think the Ghostbusters should always be together. Buying them individual is like too much of a pain in the ass. Like Blitzway is finally releasing their one uh, six scale line. And those are $850 for all four. And I don't know if you can buy them individually again, like these Mezco, I think this is the smaller, you know, the one twelve version. And if you have to buy them all together, that makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Like I don't, if I have Raphael, I don't necessarily need the other turtles. I love them, but I don't need them. Whereas the Ghostbusters, I feel like you got to have all of them. So, uh, you know, the price tag, I think people are rumoring. It's probably going to be like three fifty or what do, what do we think this is going to cost? If they're $80 a piece, that's one. Yeah. So that's like three twenty. Yeah. It's probably 300 bucks. Cause you also get a little Slimer. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, another, another thing about this is, is this as well. If you're going to do a set like this, you gotta, you're going to have to really load it up too, because oh my God, yeah. you're not going to get without say those accessory packs that you're kind of, you know, throwing out there. Um, you're not going to get anything else to go with these. So I, I really feel like, Charge the money, but give people, you know, exactly like make it an ultimate bird, make it perfect. Yeah, and this is, um, there's a few themes going out throughout this toy fair. This is the first one, uh, which is Ghostbusters. A lot of companies decided to make Ghostbusters figures this year or versions of Ghostbusters figures this year. Um, another theme. Unfortunately, it's Justice League, but we'll get to that later on. <laughs> um, yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I like those Ghostbusters that Mesco's doing. I think they look really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Diamond Select has Ghostbusters figures that are a little bit lower quality, obviously, because they don't have the soft goods, but they look good for the most part. The face sculpts look good, but you know, these do. They they do good with these ones too. So, uh, and let me just pose this question: at, uh, since we're just talking about a four pack, and if you invest that, would you do you see more two packs or two or more packs in the future? I and mean, we did get that Dark Knight uh, Returns one, where it's you know Batman versus the mutant leader, and they're just variants of the figures. In more multi. I'm going to assume it's business because give you both sides. It would make sense to see more two packs. Um, to me, it's kind of like a no brainer. You should, you know what I mean? Like if you're going to re- like do Luke Cage and Iron Fist together, I think, I think that would be pretty fucking cool. I think Electra and Daredevil would be pretty cool. The problem is, is that they have to do this going forward. Because when you already release a Dark Knight Returns, and then you release a Mutant Leader, and then you release a two-pack of them, there's people like me who already got all of them. And I want that two-pack because I like that, you know, his his body's all scratched up and all that kind of stuff. But the problem is I already bought them. And I, and I like them. You know what I mean? They're really, really well-made figures. So it's kind of, like, hard to justify after that to then, like, get a two-pack. So, like, if you go and release a Harley and a Joker, that version has to be the tuxedo version 
and Harley in the in the um in the Harley Quinn outfit. You know what I mean? Like because it's completely different from all the other versions, it's the only way to do it. So as far as two packs go, like they're smart doing this Ghostbusters as a four pack, but if you're gonna release figures going forward, don't take from the ones that you've already made because that to me is like I think it's such a dick move. I think it's such a slap in the face. To me, it's like the equivalent of you have your one version of the Blu-ray Star Wars Force Awakens, and then six months later, you go and release me the 3D version with the audio commentary, and you're forcing me to make an impossible decision. And I and I personally, as a consumer, it's it's just really annoying when you already have the plan. You know what I mean? So just if you're going to start doing two packs, I do think it's smart. I think it makes sense, but I think you got to start doing it going forward. It's also, I think just one last thing here. Um, say something like a green arrow figure. We can get your hands on anymore because it's previous release. Um, you know, down the road, go back and say, do a green arrow and black canary two pack, but give me get the that old version of the costumes. Give me like that. Or, do, or do that. Yeah. I mean, whatever you think is going to work, but um it's I think I think the market is there. People are gonna spend Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean I would I would buy like think about how much easier it would be to get the Justice League if you gave me two packs. You give me a Flash, mm-hmm. Cyborg, Superman, fucking whoever, Marvin Man Hunter, Mar- Marvin Man Hunter, <laughs> Martian Man Hunter. <laughs> Marvin the Martian. Um anywho, so you get the idea. Yes. All right. Out of the one twelve side of Mesco, uh we did see this giant Giant stylized King Kong figure, uh, sixteen or eighteen inches. I forgot what it is, but it's 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 huge. It's cool. Um, one of those big expensive things gonna <laughs> be out there. Sure. I don't know what the fuck that was, and I'm okay. <laughs> and awesome. I'm okay with it. Um, sure. You know, I'd rather see a Hulkbuster, but whatever. Yes. Yes. Um, I want you hit on these highly stylized ones. Uh, yeah. So what I was saying before is like they're they're making these highly stylized figures, and I think they're like six inches, maybe seven inches tall. And I don't remember who uh did it before, but like they're almost like if you took like a caricature of the characters. Um, and I'm seeing like. Uh, there's a Jason, there's an it from the new movie. And then there's, um, whoever Malcolm McDonald, Malcolm McDonald plays, uh, in Clockwork Orange. And I know I'm screwing up that actor's name. What's the guy's name? Malcolm McDowell from Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. From Clockwork Orange. So they're just character figures of, of your of these characters, um, but they, I don't know, they just look cool. That's it. They look like hyper-reality versions of themselves, and I I like when they do things like that. I think it's kind of cool. I think it just adds, like, it's a different, like, I can only have so many of the same Jason. You know what I mean? Like, this one is a part three again, but it's, a, it's cool. <laughs> and it's different, and I like that. All right, guys. Uh, sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties. So basically, highly stylized Mezco figures are cool. 
So check them out. Awesome. <laughs> Let's move on to <laughs> Black Toys, shall we? <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, yeah, I'm taking over. Okay, so <laughs> as I mentioned, uh, Ghostbusters seems to be a thing, and Diamond Select Toys dropped that they'll be remaking uh, the real Ghostbusters figures from the 80s. Um, exactly, yeah. I had a lot of them. <laughs> I don't know if I had all of them, but I had a lot of them. Uh, the new sculpts look fucking fantastic. I mean, it really, they just look like those figures uh, now, you know, updated. Now, are these in select scale? I didn't, I didn't delve too much into the information for these. I mean, I looked at them. They look awesome. They look great. I was wondering if, yeah, are they in the seven-inch select scale? Are they? They look to fit, right? I would imagine they're the same scale as their other Ghostbuster figures. Yeah, I, I think they are. So bigger than the ones that we had when we were kids. Um, oh, by far. But that's awesome. Though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look them up. <laughs> they look awesome. If you remember real Ghostbusters? That's it, man. They look just fantastic. And if you don't remember it, it's on Netflix now, so you can watch all of the show. Yeah, is it? and um, it is. It's on there. Um, that Yay, show the best ghosts. Best ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it's like yeah, I gotta, do, I gotta, I gotta have a cartoon to watch or binge on for a little bit. You know, it's it's that's what's great about. Unless well, I watch Voltron. <laughs> Yeah, us too. too. Um, Diamond Select also uh, seemed to take over as one of the Grim 2 toys. Um, NECA did not announce Pacific Rim figures, so it looks like uh, Pacific Rim 2 is taken over by Diamond Select, and there's another company too, I think, Figma might also have Pacific Rim 2 toys. I have to go through the list as we go through, as we go on, but yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's crazy. They're, they look good. They don't look as good as the NECA ones. I'm sorry. They just don't. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, you know, things like these Pacific Rim just because I'm used to that quality level with NECA. Um, and though I will say this for the NECA toys, is the fucking things fall apart. So yeah. quality control wise, if Diamond Select ups their quality control, then it won't matter if they don't look as good. So anywho, it looks like they took over that license, um, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I remember the announcement uh, a while back that they were they had gotten the license for it, and I. And I just assume that NECA gave it up or, you know, just dropped it because I I, I really don't think their Pacific Rim toys did great. Um, you know what, though? I like to say that, but they keep making them. And they made one-fourth scale. You know what I mean? But they do that with everything. And I just, you know, <clears throat> I just, I don't know. Uh, I may be wrong on this, but I just, I don't think it, it caught on. It was kind of like their... They're Planet of the Apes one too. Uh, they just oh, those they died. did a few yeah. and they just died off. It, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, yeah. because they do what they do is great. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, go on, please. Um, DC Vinny Mates vinyl mini mates. Um, so I got excited about these for a second, and then I realized that they weren't mini mates because the figures that they're releasing, like. Uh, finally, um, what's his name? Nolan Batman. 
Why am I screwing? No, 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 no. Artist. Who's the who's the Batman artist that does blue and and gold Batman from the nineties? I'm I lost you there. What did you say? Who's the Batman artist that does blue and gold Batman? I I don't know. Fuck. What do you mean blue? What do you mean blue and gold? So blue cowl gloves, but the emblem is oh. yellow. Neil Adams. Neil Adams. I don't know why I said Nolan. Yeah, Neil Man, Adams. Blue and, blue and gray Batman. I I guess yeah fine I guess you could say that. Um, That's what I. Say. It's a way to say. It. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Regardless, so that Batman, uh, Batwoman. Um, you know, there's a few different like characters that I'm excited about. The only thing is with the Vinnie Mates line is that they're unarticulated. Uh, you can't pose them really. They just look cool, and that's kind of it. So that annoys me, but at least they're coming out. <laughs> Any opinion on that? No, nah, not really. I mean, it's it's kind of competing with, I guess, pop uh, and and those and all those different lines. There's so many of those that I just I. It's cool, like you said. It's it's nice to have a different Jason, you know. Yeah. Uh, at the ten dollar mark, you know, there's there's other things that I would buy. Mini mates are great because of what you get in the pack. Uh, they're small, they're collectible, but mini mates I never really got on board with. But yeah, they are cool. They are cool because they look just like they're smaller brothers and sisters. That's it. Yeah. But we will say that uh, as far as mini-mates go, um, Sonic. They had announced that Sonic was going to be one of their new uh, licenses. And I'm super excited that to see new Sonic mini-mates. Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Gold Sonic. So Dr. Robotnik. Um, I'm a big Sonic fan. Always have been for the last what, 30 years? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe 20, 25 years. But anywho, I'm pretty excited to see. Uh, yourself that. I know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Diamond Selected, you know, they also announced a lot more, um, you know, what they're normally known for. Like, they got some more um, statues. They got some cool-ass statues actually coming out, some DC ones, which I'm pretty excited about. So, and, like, Wonder Woman, uh, like, in her sliding pose, you know, where she's sliding on the ground and, like, with her sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to say, I mean, that's... They've really... We noticed that last year. Uh, They're pushed towards the the higher-level collectible, the statues and stuff like that that... Uh, there's a lot more of that coming out of Diamond Selected. It's actually really exciting to see. Uh, there was that Savage Land Rogue that got announced not too long ago. Yep. Um, like so, they they have a great scale of pricing when it comes to uh, their statue lines. They're they're very friendly along whatever whatever price pro- price point you're looking for. You'll find something from Diamond Select Toys, and I think that's um, one of the real pluses to that company. To, to what you said before, real quick though, I don't know if we saw any select figures. Um, and that to me is a little different. I guess maybe Pacific Rim, maybe as a select figure. 
Maybe. Um, but I don't, you know, and sorry, Kingdom Hearts has some select figures, but I don't really think we got any, um, any other select figures. And, and here's something that I was, I'm wondering, and this kind of goes in DC collectibles as well as we approach uh, them in the next topic. But, um, are these companies having problems at the action figure level? Uh, I think so. Are they moving towards in the one twelve scale? Uh, one seven inch to whatever action figure in general. Um, I just I think they are, are are taking some hits on that end. Um, you can see that was happening with DC collectibles. Uh, and the rumor was with that company they're going to start they were going to axe the action figure side of things. We still haven't seen that as of this year, but they're uh, there's statue lines and, and more collectible items on that end of the spectrum are increasing. So um, maybe the same thing with Diamond Select. Uh, why aren't we seeing more uh, Marvel Select action figures, say for Infinity War or the new Ant-Man and stuff like that? So I, I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah, you would think because... Or are we missing it? I Did we see... Because they did Thor. Yeah, just that, was, that was November, so those were Marvel Select figures. So those figures are hitting the market right now, right? So, which makes sense. I mean, the Blu-ray is coming out soon. Um, okay. I don't know because I now that I'm looking through the list, there's really no Select figures through through yeah. Diamond. Um, so, okay, well, let's get, to, to be continued. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Uh, so, so, moving on, uh, we're going to talk a little. But DC Collectibles, as we know, uh, mentioned, uh, this is always one of our favorite visits. Toy Fair, hanging out with uh, Jim Jim Fletcher, uh, really is fun guy. Uh, really, you know, really, really important icon at DC Collectibles. He gets these projects. Uh, he takes this team, puts it, you know, gets it all out in the market. I think they do a bang up job on um, all of the different things that this company can just do based on on the dc licenses so uh this year uh doomsday clock is a, is one of the popular series out of the comics uh bringing the watchmen into into continuity um and they're going to be doing some action figures based on that so we've seen uh we've seen comic accurate ones from maddie collector uh not uh, a few few years back with the club i have those figures um, those are in six inch scale. Most of DC figures are in the seven inch, seven inch scale. So I'm sure that's what these will be in. Uh, so we get some of the classic Watchmen and plus a couple of the DC characters that are in the series. I'm not, I haven't read it. Go ahead. Well, my question, two questions. One is about the comic. Are you going to read it as it goes or do you think you're just going to read it all at once? Because I haven't started it because I, I think either. I'm just going to wait. Yeah. Um, I've been doing then, that lately. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I, and it's hard with like metal because metal's so fucking good. But since they delayed it, I'm kind of thinking about just waiting now until the end. I don't know if I can because it is so good. But my other question is these, these new Watchmen figures compared to the old ones. I personally think the old ones look better. What do you think? Uh, I am in your camp. There's a lot of people that think these look better. Mm. I just, I just, it's apples and oranges, different scales. So if you don't have those old ones, get these. Uh, so 
I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't feel any need to go and get these, to be honest. Uh, yeah. So, if you have the old ones, and you know what, on the on the market, <laughs> you can get all those old ones for cheap. Oh yeah, and they're mm-hmm. fucking good. Like that that uh, Rorschach is is a fucking amazing figure. So I I don't know. Um, I, I don't. It's all see four any. horsemen too. So. Yeah, e- exactly. So the sculpting is better, personally, in my opinion. But you know, whatever. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, another, uh, I you know, this one, this next one, this Harley Expression pack. I I feel like I've I, I had seen this before. Maybe I'm confused, but maybe this is the first time we're seeing it. No, they did. Yeah, it. maybe they did a Batman and a Joker. Yeah, and now they're doing a Harley one, which is a really cool looking uh, pack. So they just uh, these are fifty dollar price point packs. They give you the figure, bunch of alternative heads and stuff like that for uh, the fate or yeah, heads, right? Whatever, alternative parts. It's like the yeah, like the mouth comes out or like the okay. face comes out. It does out. that, right? Okay. Yeah. So those are really cool, uh, and a Harley one is perfect for this. So you know, there DC collectors was show, still showing off action figures, so I'm not. 100% sure that this is going away, especially now they're going to be introducing this Essential lines. Uh, Essentials is going to be uh, a seven-inch line. The Icon series was great. I loved it. Uh, they tried to really push a six-inch six, uh, six action figure line, uh, which was kind of annoying to some fans because they had, they had made so many figures in seven-inch previously to go and kind of start this was kind of, a I guess, an insult to you know, long-time collectors of the series. I get that. Uh, so Essentials is essentially <laughs> taking fan favorites. You see what I did there? And um, and releasing them. And, and we'll see how this goes. Because this is just basically, here's your new, here's your Rebirth Superman versus, um, you know, Deathstroke, different things like that. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see anything from this line that really made me want to go and buy these figures. I like that flash. I like that he had all the electricity around him and stuff like that. But again, there's some, they've been making good flash figures for a long time now. And um, nothing in it grabbed me so much. I think there was like a new Brainiac. Or no, you know what I'm thinking yeah. of? Uh there's a new Injustice line of figures, like Injustice 2. Um, it seems like a lot of people are making Injustice 2 figures as well. Uh, I don't know. I don't... Whatever. <laughs> I mean, which is... It's the same stuff, I feel like, over and over. Um, and it just depends on what scale, what price point you want to, you know, you want to yeah. really... <laughs> You know, enter the enter the series. At. I mean, you mentioned the Flash, and it's like I have a great Mezco Flash. I have a great Mezco Zoom. You know, it's just like <clears throat> once I start down that road, I can't justify going to buying a a different one now. It's so hard because we're not. I can't say this. I can't tell you how many Spider-Man figures I have. So, but, but we do that as collectors too. Yeah. So you know what I mean. Like there is going to be somebody who loves flash more than us who says i need it i need this flash i need this new or uh, rebirth flash so yeah you know fuck it <laughs> like we don't need it personally but someone out there needs it and you know good on you because i've got a million different versions of spider-man and when we talk about the hasbro line 
I'm getting pretty much every fucking one of them. This is this is the truth, <laughs> and the dark road that we uh, really we walk upon. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of speaking, money, <laughs> speaking of money and expensive collectibles, uh, things that you really didn't know you needed, but you know you wanted uh, once you saw it. Uh, Rick Baker, longtime famous Hollywood uh, makeup artist, um, you know, big name in the business. Has, has designed a Joker bust for DC collectibles. This thing is eerily, eerily, creepily, <laughs> uh, horrific. <laughs> this is the kind of shit. Okay, so first of all, it's an amazing bust. It's 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 yeah. goddamn brilliant. It's an older Joker, uh, you know, wrinkles, got some pop marks, like fantastic looking Joker. This is when somebody goes and puts. A, a mask on somebody like in a movie and I get really angry about it. Like the green goblin, for example, from the first Spider-Man movie when there's people like Rick Baker or Tom Savini, or I mean, there's a million different names out there, but like when you see what these people can do with sculpting, if you saw that face, even Heath Ledger, if you saw this face on that guy, this is the Joker. There are people out there in this world that can sculpt your comic books come to life. There's no reason to change it because you can do it. So if I see Joaquin Phoenix as an older Joker that looks like this sculpt, I will shut my mouth if the movie's good <laughs> enough, at least as far as the way the fucker looks. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it just, it looks so good. And that right there, that sculpt made me think of Joaquin Phoenix when last week on Tall Light Talk, we're complaining about an older Joker. And I look at this and I'm like, eh, that's a really good looking Joker. <laughs> Somebody hire Rick Baker now. Yeah, I mean, but, but you know, obviously it costs, who knows how much it costs to commission Rick Baker to do it. Or maybe Rick Baker is just a big, he is a big comic book fan. He is a big geek. You know what I mean? But this is the dude who fucking created like, you know, the cat in the hat look, uh, the Dr. Grinch or Dr. Grinch. Uh, you know, Dr. Seuss, the Grinch as well, um, Jim Carrey. Like, I mean, the guy just is is the best at what he does. So um, anyway, it's it's great. It's a fantastic Joker bust, and I'm sure it's going to cost $6,000 fucking dollars, and it's worth it if you're that big of a Joker fan. Awesome. Yeah, I... Sorry to go off about that. It's fine. That's what this is about. Uh this is something that uh, this next thing, this uh, something I covered right before Toy Fair because it was something that DC Collectibles had revealed. Uh, New Teen Titans is one of my favorite comics from the '80s. Uh, it's so they're going to do this statue set based upon the look of the original number one cover. Uh, the whole team coming at you in these action poses, and DC Collectibles has captured each of the characters in the pose, so you can. Buy each individual statue at a you know, premium price of maybe like $80 or so. And uh, once you get all of them together, you can pose them together and recreate new Teen Titans number one. Uh, <clears throat> so this is this is kind of going back to the the speculation that, um, that I, I also believe that these collectibles is going to start pushing these, these kind of things a lot more. I think this is very collector-friendly. And it's it gives you a reason to get them all. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. I would 
if I if I really had the discipline to save money, um, I would buy this. Well, it's hard to but, do it when you have a million other things at Toy Fair that's telling you to give me their money. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over twenty points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com. Geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your hole. Dynamite explosions run second! Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! All right, we're back after those lovely commercials. We're going to get right into McFarlane. Um, McFarlane had a lot of reveals, typical of their Walking Dead line, and they've got some new uh, Rick and Morty like building sets. Um, but we want to talk about some of the new things. As I said, Ghostbusters seem to be a thing this year, a theme. Stranger Things in the Ghostbusters outfit, the four boys. Uh, that was pretty cool, um, as well as like a new Eleven in her her X-Men <laughs> style outfit, you know what I mean? Her bad ass punk one. So I thought that that was pretty cool to see those. Um, and again, you know, it's, it's stranger things and they are just clearly taking over pop culture, almost like game of Thrones and walking dead. Did you see these guys? I did. I did not. I had, uh, I, I had seen some um, prototypes. I remember for those and that's, there you go again with the Ghostbuster theme. It's it's everywhere. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's a great. I think it's a great idea to put the figures out in those. And um, I did. You know what? Is this the same articulation as the other ones where they're not super articulated? They're just they're not super articulated. They are the six. Well, I don't know if you could call them six inch scale because they're the boys, but. You know how they well, do. Well, I mean, you do have to. Are they in the six, six inch scale? Yeah. That's, yeah. Question. Yeah. They're in that same line with Hopper. And, you know, they already released those two packs earlier this year. Yeah. So we shall see what else they decide to do with Stranger Things. But for now, we got the Ghostbusters and, and Eleven Street Punk. Cool. Um, this one is kind of weird that kind of threw me off a little bit. McFarlane's making a whole new line of Borderlands figures. We we heard this. 
Yeah, but it's just like it's just kind of crazy because why? You know what I mean? Like why now? Because oh, the last more the coming. Last, I think so. And obviously we're huge Borderlands fans at don'tforgettotowel.com. Um all of us play it, but it's just, you know, so whatever. Finally, so before they had only released Claptrap and one of the like, you know, berserker type dudes. Now it's everybody. Like all of the main characters, uh, including Handsome Jack, are all getting figures. And um, one of the bigger Berserker type guys are getting made too. So, um, so weird. I don't know. It's just, to me, it's just random. <laughs> but never going to say no to more Borderlands stuff. I want them all. <laughs> yeah, we we were pleasantly surprised when we saw that press release. Uh, with, it was about a few months back, right? Yeah. So they were going to do that new Zero figure and 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 some other Ma- ones. Is her name Maya? Yeah, yeah. So some of the newer ones. So remember, I mean, Neca had this. Neca had tried to you know launch the Borderlands series. It didn't do well for some reason. Uh, you you actually gifted me the uh, one oh, of the bandits. So it's not McFarlane. It's Neca who had it before. Yes, Neca had it. That's what I was going to ask you too. Oh, I was like, oh, you're right then. Okay. So Neca Neca had done a ton of those clap traps. Um, they were doing all those different variants. I apologize. Yeah. Then it's even stranger that McFarland picked mm-hmm. up this license. Because when I went to visit NECA that time in, in their studio, they had they had on the shelves what they were going to be doing next. They had like the Zero figure um, and some other ones as prototypes, but they never continued doing it for some reason. So then, lo and behold, what, a few years down the line, here comes McFarland picking up the series. And like you said, it's very curious that that all of a sudden these are popping up on the markets. Um, there's a demand for Borderlands, um, yeah, from diehard fans, but Borderlands isn't really on the tip of everybody's tongues right now. So here's you know, we haven't seen really an outing yet, except for the remakes, you know, on the PS4 and the well, Tales so, from Borderlands. The Tales, Tales, yes, you're right. There was that. So they're keeping the they're keeping it alive. Um, we've seen some Borderlands products from Funko, um, some other some other you know, companies like that. But who knows? I'm, I'm sure that we're going to get an announcement this year for Borderlands. I hope so. I hope to get at E3 we get an announcement for Borderlands 3. Um, another license of McFarlane just picked up, Attack on Titan. Um, this was only through Figma, and I mm-hmm. believe Real Action Heroes had some 1-6 scale figures, but, like, now we'll be able to get Aaron Yeager and... Um, God damn, I haven't watched the series. I haven't watched season two yet because it hasn't made it over here to Netflix. But anywho, another character, the female character, and it's annoying me that I can't remember her name because she's the best one. Um, so it'll be nice to get some, I don't know, $15, $20 figures. Does McFarlane even charge 20 bucks? I haven't bought a McFarlane in so long. It might only be like 15 I I thought they're even cheaper than that because they're, such a, they're a smaller scale. Um, it depends on the figure because uh, Halo are always a little bit bigger. Their Destiny mm-hmm. figures, which they are releasing new Destiny 2 figures, are a little bit taller than their Walking Deadline. Their Walking Deadline is tiny. It's like four inch scale. Al- yeah. Almost. Five, yeah. Four or five, five four, inch maybe. I think it's like a five inch scale. What a dick move to make a five inch scale. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the seven inch figure as well. It's like, yeah. why can't you just make a 112 and and let us 
put all our figures together and have fun. Uh, you know, doesn't really work that way, I guess, in in our non perfect toy world. Yep. So, anywho, yeah, um, you know, Attack on Titan is going to get some new ones, which I'm excited about. And then finally, in another weird licensing yeah. shakeup, McFarland's getting uh, to release Star Trek figures. Um, there's a Picard on the way as well as a um, normal one, William Shatner. See, and that's that's exactly what Diamond selected when they put out their select ones. Um, and Mezco and Me- well, did their Mezco did a great original Star Trek lineup. They did, and then they're done. Yeah. Where's the, where are those? Like people thought that that Spock figure was it was up for like figure of the year, yeah, and then they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's weird. It's weird to me that now. So there's another Star Trek people, and we're going to talk about them next. I didn't write it down, I, but I have a question uh, before we yeah before we even talk about anything else besides these figures. What's so what scale are these in? And are uh, they articulated? Five or six. All right. So remember that. Remember when we were going through my toys and you're like, oh, what's this con figure? You know, it's, it's, what is it? That was this? a Diamond Select. Yeah. Right. So that Diamond Select was also doing great select figures of them, but that con was like a weird statue. It's from that line, but it was a statue. So I didn't really understand that line either. Um, the other ones like Wharf, Picard, um, I think, I think they did Shatner, some of them. Mm-hmm. were your regular select figures. So like you said, this 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 license has popped like bumped around in these different companies. I'm surprised that uh, that Mezco would get blocked being at a higher level of collectible um than say McFarlane, but I don't really know how the licensing works. So I don't know if it's like I think for these licenses it's a matter of what's selling. So if the Star Trek fans weren't buying them at, at that eighty dollar price point, which I think is crazy because Star Trek to me is like one of the most popular lines other than like Star Wars, you know what I mean? Like, um, and you know Marvel and DC obviously, but like they just—I uh, don't know why those collect those collectors wouldn't be buying it at that price point. Seems like a no-brainer. But um, in the same thing with like Diamond. You know, they were making, uh, I have Diamond Minimate, uh, you know, Star Trek Minimates and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Remember the ships? They were making that whole ship Oh, line. my God. Yeah. You know what? They still might have the ship license. But they don't really do too much with ships because they were doing the DeLorean and their vehicle line just kind of dropped off the face of the Earth, too. So, I don't know. Um, so, we'll see what. We'll see what McFarland does with the with the line. I mean, there's only maybe two or three figures at most coming out right now. Um, and what else we were going to say, just continuing on in Star Trek, is that Quantum Mechanics, um, which makes the Q figs awesome. figures, I love those, which are great. They're little cutie, real cheap, maybe stylized. ten bucks, well, ten to fifteen you bucks, know, ten to fifteen bucks. They're stylized little statues, but they're you know, they have a new Deadpool one, which is actually really funny. I saw that was coming out and some other ones. But they, they, when we saw them last year, they also did one six scale stuff. And at the time, it was Supernatural. Um, Star Trek. And Star Trek. So they still have the license for Star Trek. They're releasing a con, which looks fantastic. 
uh, one six scale, and then they're nice. doing a Pennywise, uh, Pennywise from the new It, oh, awesome. uh, which looks really really good. So It is another one that every single company that can make a It figure is making one because that movie made so much fucking money. And speaking of It, it's it's in our next uh, company uh, profile here under NECA. Oh yeah. So um, we might as well talk about it now. So get into it. Jump into NECA. NECA is had some really great reveals this year. Uh, we're gonna start with the it. We knew that they were gonna be doing figure for years based on the uh, the the new it movie. So all in his uh, Pennywise and all his different horrific uh, looks. Uh, but people were begging for. Uh, oh, he's doing classic. two packs. Just real quick, two packs with all the boys. Well, all the oh, neat. sorry, all the losers club. Cool. Um, not just each the, different Pennywise. There's a different Pennywise with each of the character based off of like their own, you know, what they saw. So Beverly and all the boys um, cool. as well. So yeah, it's two packs of all of them. Plus what you're about to say. That's a really cool way to market it. Um, Randy Moss was always, uh, uh, Randy Moss, Randy Falk was always <laughs> pushing the point that children figures don't sell. Uh, and no matter what, I, you got to find some kind of way to, to move them. So why not just pack them with each Pennywise that people would want to buy? Gene uh, market. Uh, but we are also going to be getting the classic Tim Curry version. Um, and I think that's great because that's what people really wanted as well. And just more for your display shelf when it comes to horror figures. And I think they even might be doing a one fourth scale. Of which? I think of the new one. Wow, I, I know Penny, Pennywise is like all over the place. Yeah, surprisingly, those one quarter scale figures are very popular. Uh, they're it a, doesn't surprise me. Those turtles are some of the most beautiful. Fun- if you have you seen those in person? Not yet. Oh yes, I have. At your cousin's house. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, they're just yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> they're amazing. They really are. And that price point is is amazing as well. Yeah, hundred bucks, but it, they're worth. I mean, twenty extra dollars to a Mezco figure. I'm sorry, they're worth it. Absolutely. Yep. Speaking All of right. Ninja Turtles, it's something that NECA does very well. Is um, and unfortunately for people that can't make it to to the shows uh, or weren't quick enough with their online ordering fingers, uh, you. Me, most people missed out on the uh, Ninja Turtle uh, Ninja Turtle arcade packs, and also the the retro pack that gave us the the cool '90s style turtles, kind of just in their normal colors. Uh, so, what did NECA do? They went and made a street diorama for people that do were lucky enough to get those figures, and um, it's another cool kind of higher price collectible from the company, uh, but something that collectors need for their displays and i think it could be used for a lot of different things uh, not just ninja turtles yeah um it's pretty great that they're offering that diorama NECA should just have a whole diorama line and they'd probably make a lot of money off of it for their predator and alien series alone they are um they are doing that to be honest uh they're 
pushing that more accessory packs. They're pushing more of like the uh, that weird tower thing was kind of the first one. Um, I know they had like the the workshop uh, uh, for the, tr- the the predator trophy workshop mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But when they announced that uh, that tower, that weird pillar from AVP, that was kind of their first step into this. Uh, they really want to take it more seriously. They did great ones like the the Planet of the Apes uh, statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, some I whatever we know they do great stuff with that. Um, oh, the the bone share that's coming out shortly. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> for your your predator. Yeah. So, uh, yes, they we mentioned this about Mezco. Uh, Mezco should be doing like stuff that kind of enhances the collecting experience. Uh, NECA is really, I think, starting to shine when it comes to that uh, side of things. Uh. Two of my favorite lines from NECA, Aliens and Predator. Uh, Aliens got a lot of love this year. Uh, the We're seeing the, our first look at the club-exclusive Xenomorph, uh, the Kenner color, the purple color on display at Toy Fair. Uh, it looks good. Nothing nothing really surprising about it. Uh, I will get it because why well, I joined the club, but uh, I'm sure next... I'm pretty sure there won't be a club next year. I've been reading a lot of stuff online about it. Uh, and I'm very happy that uh, to hear that Series 13, uh, w- which was on display, is not part of the club. Uh, we saw Alien Series 13, another Kenner homage, uh, finally giving us the Apone figure uh, finally, in the Kenner geez. colors. Finally, but surprisingly enough... Give me the real Apone from the movie. It's kind of weird. Um, I love... I do collect the Kenner figures, so yes... This is great for me, but people have been asking for the, the real one as well. So it's kind of weird, and I'm sure it's on its way, but maybe that face is very um, – It's maybe they couldn't get the likeness, you know, so they're just going to do this more comic accurate version, whatever. Well, they're uh, also – they did a Drake and um, – what's her name from the arcade game too? But that's not them. That's, the, that's um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and – some other random chick. That's that. What's his name from uh, from Predator? What I'm talking yeah. about that other two pack that's coming out. Yeah, that's 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger's character from from Predator. Dutch. Yeah, that's no, Dutch and some like, other chick. No, no, no. There's. I thought it was Drake, the Drake that's from the Kenner line. I wish, man. That's not. I'm not even joking. I'm. I think that's what it is. You keep talking. Arcade Alien versus Predator arcade appearance. Playable characters Dutch and Lynn make their action figure debut with paint deco that recreates the look of the classic arcade game. Major oh. Dutch Schaefer. Yeah. But we've known Dutch. these figures have been we've known about these figures for a while now. Yeah. Okay. I wish. I wish. Because that's kind of been like a Twitter battle. Um, with the 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 actor who plays um, um, Drake yeah. in the movie, and it's like people are ready to do their give their likeness to Neck. You know, I don't. Maybe it's too expensive, <laughs> but um, will we see? Maybe now we're seeing this Apone. Will we see them just kind of all right? We're just going to complete the Kenner run with we'll use the likeness of the face from the classic action figure because that's what this reminds me of. Oh, you're right. It's like this fake. Oh wow, Dutch and Lynn. Jeez. Yeah. 
Yeah. Weird. Okay. Very, very cool because I love their stylized figures, uh, like the Robocop versus Terminator ones. Uh, there are the the arcade versions that they've already given us, like the Nintendo Predators. Um, and we got to see Machiko. Like it, yeah, it's cool to see Machiko in person, um, and the other Predator that's in the um, in the book with her as well. And then I, I forgot what the one-off one is, uh, but there was some other re- reveals. I'll get back to that uh, as we kind of <laughs> offshoot there. Uh, we're getting another Ultimate Predator. This time it's based on the Predator Two Elder that you see at the end, uh, nicknamed the Golden Angel, aka Grayback. Uh, he's the predator that gives Danny Glover the gun at the end of the movie. Uh, so a lot of those, back when NECA first got the Predator line, they did that Lost Clan. Right. And they did all the figures from that. And those are kind of harder ones to get. Um, you got that Elder Predator. I'm not really sure where that comes from. That remake one was from that. This is another Elder. Um, so uh, people are excited about this. I think it looks cool. Um, yeah, it does. Their ultimate packs are great. Um, and then finally, another reveal was uh, repacks of uh, Bad Blood and the Enforcer Predator for Bad Blood 2 pack. Uh, there are some exclusive things to this, including the Bad Blood's mask, uh, stuff like that. So it's cool to be able to get these figures again. They were, I did buy those uh, individual packs. They're great Predators. Uh, it's a great storyline. Uh, really, when NECA went. Uh, strong head first into doing these offshoots with our course and stuff like that. So it's exciting that we've come this far uh, in that time in such a little time period too. Yeah. Only a couple of years. Yeah. And then, um, and then the license uh, for the predator, of course, goes to NECA for the new movie, the Shane black film coming out later this year. Uh, but just like with alien Covenant, uh with those figures, we ain't going to see shit until it's closer to the movie, uh, when the movie's released, basically, I'm sure. Uh, so look forward to that. They did hype it a little bit, but uh, nothing on display. I mean, Diamond Select has that license, too, for Minimates, so... Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, exactly. Can I Why take this... about the next two? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what the fuck. This is crazy to me. They have a Guillermo del Toro collection... Yes. Starting out with the fawn and the uh, like skeleton man from Pan's Labyrinth. And then the, I don't know, I didn't actually watch Devil's Back one, but the bad guy from Devil's Back one. So this is the first time we've seen these figures because they yes. were announced, right? They were yeah. announced previously this year. Thin, Thin Man from uh, Pan's Labyrinth. But mm-hmm. I will be buying these and <laughs> it's... It's just, it's just kind of crazy to me because, like, I don't know what else they're gonna do because I think it was Mezco who originally had Hellboy um, movie licenses. So does that mean that we're gonna get more from that, or are we just gonna see more from, you know, we have uh, the creature from uh, Shape of the Water? You know what I mean, like, or the Shape of Water? Like, I don't know where this collection is going and how much can you do with it? You know what I mean? Guillermo does have a lot of movies, but like, you know, some of those are licensed blade Hellboy Pacific rim. You know what I mean? So what can he do? Where, where does this go? Well, that's 
that's why I want to ask you, how much are these these collectibles each? So if there's not much to do, that's why you only release a couple a year, one year at higher price points and give people a really, really good product. How, how much are these? I don't think it says, but I would imagine they're probably 25 bucks. It's also not good. <sighs> how big are they? I mean, this is the same company that builds you that giant, like, um, alien accessory with the engineer chair out of like long lasting foam and charge you a three fifty for it. So I mean they're also in that in the business of high end collectibles. So do these that's why I'd, I'd love to see in this stuff in person. So I'll actually because, I'll tell you this. Seven inch there you go. and uh so the devil's backbone is twenty five dollars. Yeah. And it's not that it's not that crazy. So we actually uh, here's here's my problem with this is that companies like Mattel seem to think that they can take some plastic, make it a little nicer, put it in a box, and charge you thirty five dollars for these 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 DC superhero figures. Like, I I get I get like the collector friendly price point, but. Yeah. Do something awesome with these. Yeah, this is um I mean twenty-five bucks for what you're getting, and the fact that you know who would ever thought that you would be getting the pale man <laughs> with underworld throne. It's cool. Um you know, seven inches. Like, yeah, I'll I'll pay twenty-five bucks for that. Here, take my money. I don't I don't care. It's oh. fine. At least you have so. no guilt with it. Nope. And then uh, finally, from the TV show adaptation of American Gods, Neil Gaiman's famous book, we're getting a Laura Moon figure. Uh, no other figures were announced. Um, so I guess they're just dipping their toes into this license. Um, my thing with this is like, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like that might be good. Like, cause I think they still own the preacher. Uh, license and we don't have anything from preacher season two. So it's just, it's kind of hard sometimes when you get figures like this, because we're like, what's their release schedule? Like, like how much are they going to go with it? Are they just going to drop it off again? How far in advance do you have to get these licenses and then feel comfortable putting figures out for it? You know, how far ahead do you have to plan to have the figure hit before it's irrelevant or it gets canceled? You know, that's that's the kind of thing that's kind of funny about making TV figures, in my opinion. Um, that's why sometimes it seems like companies are behind behind the the times with the releases and stuff like that. Um, you we used to see that a lot with comic book figures too before uh, before Hasbro really upped the ante with releasing stuff. But uh, I I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with just like you said. I would be very skittish around thinking about making more American Gods figures before I knew what the future of the show really held. Right. Right. And you know, Preacher got a season two. We don't know if it has a season three. American Gods does have a season two, but it's on really shaky waters with its showrunner leaving. Now, obviously Neil Gaiman stepped in, but yeah, I just, it's, to me, it's like if you're going to release one of these figures, release it when the show comes out. You know what I mean? Otherwise, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, it's one thing that Hasbro is very smart about. You know, we 
can shit on them all day and they deserve it a lot of times. But like, at least when you have a force Friday, that's a couple months before the release of the movie, you get excited about those figures. And then when the movie comes out, you go and buy more. So uh, these other companies don't do that as well. Mezco is a little bit better about it with announcing their figures, their movie figures like Thor when the movie comes out, like that makes sense to me. Even if the toy doesn't come out yet, at least, you know, Hey, this toy is coming out Buy it now. Um, get it in six months, but I don't know. So we'll see how it goes. Why don't we, uh, let me finish this off here. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's start with uh ready player one because the other one I really feel was a, a, a show stealer. Um, so why don't you take it away with that? I mean, Ready Player One's getting figures um, from Funko. Um, they look like shit. Uh, that's it. What's what? What kind of figures? Like what figures besides pops? Are they getting the three, like the four-inch ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny. Uh, I really thought that series went away, um, but then figures in that in that size. I was like, weird. They um, well. Uh, let me back it up though. They're articulated. They're just tiny. Right. The right, they're like four inch. But they're just I don't know, they all good. I mean, you get what's his name Will, but then you also get Percival, his like character. Um, so you get like, you know, the people's uh, you know, Oasis characters. I just Funko does not know how to do sculpting. That's it. They know how to sculpt the shit out of their pops, but their regular four inch and six inch figures to me don't look good and I don't care. And I never have, you know, the game of Thrones line probably being the best, but even still there's some QC issues on there that I just, I never bought into it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, um, let me pose this question. What happens when Mad Max legacy figures come out? Who knows? Because I don't have any faith. I mean, in the perfect world where they come out, if you told me that NECA, then we would be having a conversation where we're buying all of them. That's it. You know what I mean? If McFarlane was, eh, at least they look like exactly like him. If Hasbro was making them at this point, I'd probably be more excited. Funko is so far on the list as one six or as one twelfth scale goes that it's just like I don't even think about them as being a viable option in the collector's market outside of. They're weird shit. Like, obviously, they're Funko Pops. And then what we're going to talk about in a second, where, like, you know, like, what? remember that whole line that was, like, Seinfeld, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters? Vinyl, vinyl Idols. Yeah, the Vinyl Idols. That's gone. You know what I mean? Here's like, another one. Uh, if, I, if I'm sorry to interrupt, but here's a really good example. It was the reaction line. Um, correct. Uh, so you had Super 7, who invented that line, who couldn't carry it. Uh, so Funko basically crutched them for a while on it, uh, launched it very heavily and, and mm-hmm. a lot of different licenses attached to it, uh, and then gave it back to Super 7. So uh, it's I think it's very cool when they do that kind of stuff. Uh, I do like... But they, they have so many products. Uh, and when I do my unboxings, I do bitch about certain aspects of licenses that they need more products for. But at the same time, when you take a look at them on a grand scale... They have their hands in so much um, that yes, I don't, I don't feel it's 
fair to have exclusive rights to an action figure line, say like Mad Max, if you're not going to do it. Right. And history would say that they're not going to do it right. So I'm excited about Ready Player One because it's a Spielberg movie. It's one of the best books I've ever read in my life. But the licenses, you know, I don't know. Like to me, I'd rather see something kind of cool, like an 80s homage, like like weird, like 16-bit amiibo type things. You know what I mean? Like something like just really weird and retro and fun, but Funko wouldn't do it. At the end of the day, Funko wouldn't be the ones to make what I would like as far as that line goes. And not many lines do I think Funko could do, period. That's all. Gotcha. But talk about this next one. (laughs) All right. Wrapping up our first episode of 2018 Toy Fair. This, um, we just kind of a little bit uh, for a few minutes there, but uh like we said uh fungo does do some great things and this coming out with an original uh not i mean not really original but going back to a an action figure that really comes up when you talk about classic action figure lines the he-man line um that that five inch figure that shape of the figure uh is something that no other company did yeah your gi Wars, all these figures that kind of always look the same, but then all of a sudden, um, and you hear this when you watch the toys that made us, like they wanted to do something different. Uh, so this that look uh, revolutionized toys, and now Funko has decided uh, in rolling Savage World line. Uh, so these are Master Universe style five inch figures, and we're getting weird things like. Horror icons, Conan, which is cool. Uh, that actually fits very well in with the Master Universe theme, Barbarian and whatnot. Uh, so now you're going to get these um, Thundercat figures. Uh, awesome. <laughs> really, really weird, out of left field announcement. Uh, and like I said, Funko does a ton they do certain things really well. Yeah. I, uh, I hate these. (laughs) I'm sorry. I do. I just, I can't get behind them. I like the Conan Conan Mm. fits. Conan makes sense. Conan is a beefy dude. You know, in many ways they stole he, you know, he man ideas from Robert E. Howard. Get it. But like the horror ones, I'm just like, those are weird. Like it's so weird and gross. And like, I kind of get Lionel and, you know, like the Thundercats a little bit because they actually had pretty broad chest as well. It reminds me of the Power of the Force series. Right. This, you know, this is aimed at a very select. It's aimed at us. It's aimed at us. It's aimed at people that still like collect the old ones. Yeah. Um, At the mass collections. so it's cool to actually, and the thing about it also is that what I like about Funko is that they they have the ability to go and make a large amount of figures. They'll go and they'll do it properly. They'll that is a you know your core figures, and then some of the until they can't make them anymore, or they put like a stop to it. That 
you feel satisfied will give you at least a complete a completest team or whatever. They get for innovation, trying new things, mm-hmm. and for that, right on. Good job. Mm-hmm. We'll see how this line goes because I was like, well, that's just fucking weird. But hey, that's just me. Like, I hope they sell. I was, you know what? I remember New York Comic Con we went to, and we came across the the, the reaction booth. I guess the Super Seven at that time was very small, and they were like showing off those um, those classic alien wow. figures that never went to no 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 the French Star Wars style, but they never went to market, and so they t- so they took this idea and. You know, this is right as the collector, the real collector market was launching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really think this has happened in the last, you know, since we, we've started this website. It's really, the collector market and geek world has really taken off. Um, but now, it's not so out of the ordinary we're getting these kind of things like that. Uh, so, That's yeah. True. Yeah, you know, this isn't for everybody. But you know what? Those people that it's aimed at, uh, the fact that this is a very weird uh, approach to action figures and something that um, I thought Funko was out of ideas. Here we are reinventing, <laughs> reinventing the wheel when it comes to action figures. Reinventing, polishing off an old so, wheel and make, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's been fun. Uh, we have a lot more to get through in our next episode. Uh, but you know, this is, uh, we wanted to, you know, take some time and talk about the company years uh thank you for your press releases and uh personally checking in us about toy fair this year seeing if you're coming it's nice to get those emails we love talking to you guys uh we missed missed coming to the show but uh hopefully it's in the cards for say next year or the near future absolutely so you know um check us out on social media dfa towel for instagram and don't forget a towel.com if you're listening to us on the Apple iTunes store, share us. Um, we can also be found on any place you access podcast by looking up don't forget a towel.com. And, um, you know, thank you guys all for your support throughout the years. And, you know, uh, through that support, a lot of ways we, we got to go to Toy Fair. And, you know, next year we'll get it figured out because it, it we cannot do this. <laughs> but as Chris said, we have a couple more episodes or at least one more episode planned to cover the rest of the big show this year. So uh, stay tuned for that in the very near future. Um, this is Casey just saying, uh, you know, keep on collecting. And